Hello, amazing parents and caretakers, and welcome to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I'm your family empowerment coach, Celia Kibler. I'm a mom of a blended family of five kids. I'm a grandma of nine kids, an author, a teacher, a speaker, and a consultant with over 40 years of training and real-life parenting experience. I'm here to offer you practical, doable tips, strategies, and techniques that will pump up your parenting skills and create peace, love, and laughter throughout your family. In addition, I'll be interviewing some great humans that are on a mission to make your life a better, happier, and healthier life. So let's not waste any time and get started with the next episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, Celia here and welcoming you to another great episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Today I'm talking to Jiva Sam. His company is Mentorship with the Sams and we're talking about marriage. And he and his wife, Solojana, I hope I said that correctly, have been in their, have blended their 37 years of marriage experience and Jiva's 35 years of pastoral experience to create a unique mentorship process. They mentor married couples on the brink of breakdown to break through in as little as 10 weeks and they guarantee it. So I'd like to welcome Jiva to the broadcast, and thanks everyone for listening. Hi, Jiva. Hi, Celia. Good to be here. Thank you for coming on. I know it's so important. I talk to my parents all the time about how important their relationship is um, as part of as part of the family unit. That's why I call myself a family empowerment coach because it's all about family. It's not just parenting. It's everything. And if you don't have a strong relationship between you and your significant other, what you're doing is you're modeling that relationship. So when your kids grow, they're going to have a relationship like they've seen, good or bad. If it's not good, that's what they think a relationship is. If it's great, that's what they think a relationship is. So, you know, having a strong marriage, how whatever your relationship is, is so important that that's what your kids see, because, you know, I feel like key ingredients in marriage is trust and respect. And, you know, I I feel like so much of that is lost today. So let me let me start by asking you, how did you get started in marriage mentorship? Okay, well, we were primarily responding to a need. Uh, We had this, uh, you know, thought way back, uh, maybe even like more than 10 years ago, uh, we were invited by a, a Canadian um, Christian television station uh, to be part of uh, what they call the 40-day love there. And at the end of that, you know, we thought, um, well, Slojana thought, I should say more accurately, uh, that we should kind of continue on that uh, road and offer our services to help married couples. And honestly, I was not very really excited about the prospect. As a matter of fact, what I told her was, Slojana, Trust me, I've been pastoring long enough to know that when you deal with married couples in a conflict, they'll suck the life out of you. So let's not go there. (laughs) God has a sense of humor. (laughs) Three years down the road, all of a sudden, uh, some close friends, people that we kind of knew by reputation, all of a sudden, within a matter of maybe about six weeks, 
uh, you know, like five of them contacted us and said, hey, uh, uh, you know, we didn't know who to turn to, uh, but we're having some difficulty in our marriages and, uh, you know, would you help us? And at that point, um, you know, I, I was cornered. You know, at that point, I said, you know what, I think we need to do something. Uh, what we wanted to do was not quite clear at that point. Uh, but that's that's basically, you know, how we, how we got started with the whole thing, Celia. That's awesome. And how long have you and your wife been married? We've been married for 37 years. What a blessing. What a blessing. I've been married. Well, I've been divorced once. So my first husband, who is the father of my children, we were married for 16 years. And now my husband, uh, now um, the father of my three stepsons, is we've been married 24 years. So a combination of 40 years. Holy cow. I've been married. So (laughs) a lot more than I've been single. Um, But, you know, even with having two marriages and even going through divorce, it was still always respectful. You know, there was never, you know, divorce is super hard. You know, I can only tell you, it's like one of the worst things you're ever going to go through. And yet we were able, because of the trust and respect we still have for each other, and we still have for each other, we were able to keep the divorce respectful, you know, and that totally helped our kids be great kids, you know, and not be as traumatized as they could have been had that not happened. And, you know, I think that's so important in any kind of couple relationship as far as children goes. So I find it interesting you call it marriage mentorship. So can you tell us a little bit about why you chose the word mentorship and not coaching? Like I'm a family empowerment coach. I'd like to hear. Yeah. So uh, the the methodology that that, that we chose to follow uh, was not something that was going to be over an extended period of time. Uh, Like a lot of people, like we, we often get called marriage counselors, actually, more than we get called marriage coaches. Um, because that's the model that most people are familiar with. And, uh, and, you know, and I've sent many couples over the years, you know, to counseling and it's always, you know, produced good results. Uh, but it was a longer drawn out process because most counselors uh, will meet with you like once a week and you do not really have any contact with them between sessions because you're given a homework, some assignment to do, and then you come back the next week and you report on how things went and then you go, go to the next one. Well, the, the kind of the, the I, I maybe even tell like a revelation that we got was that uh, that if what what a lot of couples need uh, is not just coaching they need something a little bit more intense uh, mentorship like even what you just said a while ago Siri about uh, uh, you know parents modeling marriage for their children uh, well the, the sad fact of life is especially here in North America that many of us you know grow up in families where we have not had a good marriage model for us. And so, so we figured, well, let's use this time uh, not just to you know, get people back on track, but also to model for them our relationship. You know, not, not that we're perfect. You know, we just got some things figured out. And so for us to be able to give people that kind of access, uh, then we, the coaching model is not going to do it. And so, uh, so the, what we came up with is that you know, we would actually make ourselves available to you 24 seven for a period of 10 weeks. Sometimes we've had to extend that up to 12. And then we will follow up with you uh, on a monthly basis for the next three months. 
So we make sure that in that initial 10 to 12 week period, like we really pour into you everything that we've got and, and you're gonna make some changes. And uh, Celia, as you know, from coaching, a lot of times, you know, it takes about 60 to 90 days before, uh, you know, you see the results of, of what you teach because it takes time to apply it. And, and so that's why we decided to call it, um, you know, mentorship. Uh, and, and that's one of the main reasons where, you know, we've been able to make it work. I love that. I love it. And, and you know, it, it's really pouring your heart and soul into, um, into these relationships. And it's so important because, like you say, you know, we learn from our past. It's the same with parenting. When I talk to parents, one of the first things I ask them is, how were you parented? When you were a child, what, you know, and, and I think I told you that I'm on a mission to stop a million parents from yelling at their kids. The majority of those people that yell were yelled at by children by, when they were children. And that's what they know. I can't tell you how many parents say, well, I yell at my kids because that's all I know how to do. And it's, you know, like marriage. If you see, if you see a, a, your, your parents yelling all the time and calling each other names and just there's no real, you know, love demonstrated. There's no hugging. There's no kissing. There's no music. There's no happiness in the family. That's what you think of life is about. And that's the kind of relationship you go to look for. And the fact that you work so close, I, I just love that you do that. And of course, that's why you have such raging success. That is awesome. Um, so is, is that mentorship, that close bond, is that how you find that 10 weeks is enough for most couples? Sometimes you go a little longer, but because you're constantly with them on a daily, or is most of it daily, day in and day out work? Well, we give people that access. Not everyone, you know, uh, really takes advantage of it to the degree of being uh, in connection with us on a daily basis. Uh, but like, for example, uh, like somebody comes to us like really conflicted with starting to teach them, they still have all those conflicts, all those past behaviors and patterns, you know, very much alive in their marriage. And so even as they are learning something new, the old's going to rear up its ugly head. And so they're going to have blocks, you know, just the way they used to fight and so on. Uh, and so when those things happen, uh, like usually people can get discouraged or they may feel like, you know, well, you know, we can't really apply this stuff, you know? So, but instead, all they got to do is send us a text message, send us an email and, and we'll, you know, get right back to them as long as we're not sleeping when we get the message. And sometimes we'll arrange an extra session, you know, just uh, on Zoom or over the phone. Uh, sometimes, you know, we just need to talk to one person. Uh, we, we try to talk to both people as much as possible together. Uh, and so, so that kind of uh, availability and accessibility, uh, so people know if something does come up, uh, hey, we're not going to be left to our own defenses. As a matter of fact, some of the couples will call us as soon as something they know something's going to kind of break loose. They'll say, you know what, hey, this is what it's leading to. Uh, help us, you know, how can we handle this, you know, before things get out of hand? And so, yeah, so that's, that's the key. I know, um, I know with my first relationship, I, you know, I, I felt like things were very one-sided. And when we went to marriage counseling, you know, I was like, I, I spelt my guts and my husband was like, well, that's the way I feel. That's the way I feel. That's the way I feel. No matter what I said, he was like, well, that's the way I feel. 
you know, and kind of went nowhere. And I'm sure there are a lot of couples out there where one feels like they're like doing and giving their all and the other one's like along for the ride. Do you have a lot of couples like that? And what do you do to encourage the other to come on board to make this successful? Okay. So we actually avoid that scenario pretty well uh, completely, uh, Celia, because we insist that when somebody starts uh, connecting with us that they both need to be totally invested in the process. And so, so we, we work with couples, you know, uh, where both of them basically say, you know what, we don't know what we did, but we messed up. We're at this place. We can't help ourselves. We've tried a few different things. None of them has worked. So here's our chance, you know, and, and unfortunately, sometimes what couples do, they will go on their own. So one goes to one counselor, one goes to another, and, and they don't always maybe get the exact same counsel. And so, so people come to us and say, okay, look, we're coming as a couple. And you're going to work with us as a couple. And so we, we screen people pretty closely uh, to make sure that both are on the same page. In those cases, which we haven't run into a lot, uh, when one person is not totally on board, uh, then the solution we propose is that we work with that person individually for a while. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And so I will work with the husband. Uh, Slodina will work with the wife. Um, and, and, and so like lately, we have had a few requests like that. So we basically said to them, we're going to work with you individually for maybe three, four, six weeks, whatever it takes, until you both get to the place where you are willing to do everything. And at that point, we can pick it up and just, you know, we can actually take it on a little bit faster uh, because, you know, we prepped you for the process uh, in, that, in that short period. Right. And I guess you can really see if they're on board. I mean, it's no use putting in all that effort if one of them, like, isn't that interested. And really exactly. making it work. They can they can say the words. They can say, yeah. oh, yeah, I want it to make it work. Yeah. But if they're not willing to put in any effort, of course yeah. it's not going to work. Yeah. And, and so we've actually disqualified couples that way, like, uh, which, again, is part of the process. Uh, we've, uh, I can think of two specific instances where we actually did a full-blown uh, like in, in initial consultation with them. And it was very obvious uh, by the end of the consultation that one person was not totally on board. And so we basically never actually, you know, took any money from them or brought them on board because we knew it was just not going to work. That's good. That's good. You know, it's, it's, you know, talking about the past so often people find themselves in relationships that honestly they shouldn't be in. They're toxic, you know, and, and they've been toxic from the beginning and yet they stay in them. They can't find a way out. Yeah. And, you know, and, and often they're under the impression that this is the relationship I should be in. And a lot of that comes from childhood. So a lot of that comes from people not feeling like they're worthy of love or they're worthy of success or, you know, that, that worthiness, you know, when I talk to parents that, you know, they yell at their kids or they're, they're just terribly unhappy worthiness is huge you know mm -hmm. when i'm like do you feel like you're worthy of love do you feel like you're worthy of being successful mm -hmm. that can bring them to tears because they've never thought of it before and all of a sudden they're like no i don't mm -hmm. you know and then yeah. you know and and so often they're in relationships that that you know they've got to change themselves and they've got to change the relationship because yeah. it's it's toxic. Yeah. 
um, it's not going anywhere. So on the positive side, can you give an example of a couple you worked with that kind of, I mean, you know, without going through the whole relationship, but like what challenges they faced and how you were able to bring them to success and like what happened from the point that you stopped working with them? Okay, all right. So, uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll pick a couple of examples. By the way, we've had couples come to us after one year of marriage, all the way to 40 plus years of marriage. And so, so we run the whole gamut. A lot of them are somewhere in between. Uh, but, um, and, and so I'm gonna pick one kind of in the middle. Uh, this couple was married for about, uh, I think it was about 10 years by the time they came to us. And, and there was uh, an issue of infidelity, you know, that was, that was involved. Uh, the, the guy had, you know, done something uh, that the wife basically, uh, you know, found out about. He was trying to keep it a secret. She found out and basically like said, I'm packing up my bags, I'm gone. And so, so she, she left immediately. She was so hurt by it. Um, and they tried to work some things out, uh, but it just, just didn't, didn't you know, work for them, whatever they did. And so, so a, fr a mutual friend actually uh, connected us uh, you know, with them. And, and by, by the way, all of this was done on Zoom because they were you know, out of the area that we live in. And so, so uh, maybe I'll just talk about the process and how we took them through it. So one of the things we find, Celia, is that um, the things that we do on a daily basis, the daily habits that we develop, are really the key because they lay a strong foundation on which you can build your marriage. And so, so that's the first thing we taught them to do was, hey, guys, you need to develop these, these, these uh, you know, disciplines on a daily basis. And so I'm, I'm, I won't go into all of them, but some of them uh, were like, for example, being still every morning for a few minutes. And just, uh, you know, like in the Christian tradition, you know, we call the Holy Spirit, you know, come and just, you know, give you that peace that you need so you start your day off, you know, from that position, not being agitated, but from a place of peace and calm. Uh, second thing that we teach them to is to gratitude. You know, be grateful for something, not just for that day, but also about each other. And I know right now you're not seeing anything good about each other, but think back, no matter how far you have to go back, to think about some of the good things, because you didn't marry this, this person, you know, because they didn't have anything redeeming about them. Right now you feel that way, but they had lots that you really appreciated. So, so develop that gratitude, uh, you know, and, and, and a lot of couples have come to us are couples with some kind of faith background. So we, you know, say, you know, we need to pray together, you know, on a regular basis uh, and so on. So there's a few disciplines like that, that we teach, teach them to do um, and, and, and shift the personal, the atmosphere in your house, stay away from negativity, uh, which again, we have a formulation that we came up with, uh, stay away from the four C's, do not criticize, condemn, complain, or compare. Uh, and so cut these things out. And by the time they start doing that, there's a change that happens on the inside. And, and this is part of the, one of the foundational principles on which we operate, Celia, is that, uh, that, that we are created as a spirit, soul, and body. We're really spirit beings with a soul in a body. And so if you try to change just the behavior on the outside, focus on the body, you're going to have limited success. Now, most of the time, counseling will get into the soul realm, right? So you're talking about emotions your mind, your will, like wrong thinking, all those kind of things. And that is, that is good. So that'll make a difference. It's better than just focusing on behavior modification on the outside, but there's still a deeper part of us, which is the spirit realm. And so in the spirit realm, you know, you got to deal with things like, um, you know, forgiveness, unforgiveness. You, the spirit realm, you got to deal with, uh, you know, deep hurts and wounds like childhood traumas, 
uh, you know, and, and so on. And so, so we started them off that way. We, we took this couple through a very intense, uh, uh, you know, we sometimes we call it the inner healing process, which really means addressing all these, you know, hurts and so on from the past. In other words, like not just focusing on the behavior that he exhibited that led to this, you know, whole crisis, but what in him, you know, brought him to that stage. As a matter of fact, here's another saying that we use, a foundation principle, is that there are no such thing as things as marriage problems, but there are two people with their own problems coupled together in a marriage. And so you cannot just address these uh, problems that manifest on the outside. You have to get both of them deep down on the inside, get them both healed up. And once they're healed up on the inside, now you know they, they relate to each two healed people, relate to each other very differently than two hurt people who are hurting, who are bent on hurting each other. And so now the whole, all the dynamics change and then the external behavior, you know, starts to manifest itself. And, and I'm you know, glad to report that that couple, you know, at the end of the 10 week period, actually pretty well got everything back on track. Uh, and you know, they're, they're still together two, three years later from the time they worked with us. Yeah, and having a great marriage, you know, we keep in touch with them on Facebook, see their pictures, their family pictures and so on. So that brings a lot of joy to our heart. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I bet, I bet that just, you know, makes it all worth it. I know that's how I feel after I can bring a family together and kids, you know, parents, you know, uh, working with their kids and everyone being happy and no one screaming and yelling and working together and cooperating and listening and having fun. You know, it's, there's nothing more rewarding. So I know that's, and and I know they're so grateful for you. So let me ask you a question. So you did bring up the fact that, you know, you do a lot of your um, mentorship um, is faith-based. Mm-hmm. Is that a requirement for your clients or is it there if it's needed? Uh, no, not at all. We don't, we don't really, you know, put any kind of barriers for anybody to participate in our mentorship because the principles that we articulate and, uh, and use the patterns that we teach are not really, uh, you know, specific to any particular faith. A lot of them come out of the Judeo-Christian tradition. Like we have to be honest about that because that's who we are. Right. Uh, but, but we don't, you know, like force our faith on anybody uh, because, and, and these again, you know, Celia, like, you know, you and I talked the other day about, you know, your Jewish faith. Uh, like, like we are talking about like time-honored traditions uh, and these have stood the test of time. And so, your tradition is actually older than mine. <laughs> uh, right. so, but for thousands of years, people have applied these timeless truths and practices and principles and, you know, and, and they work. And so, so, if, so as long as you're, a person is not hung up about that and is just open-minded, and, and by the way, that's what we find when people come to us, they're so broken. Uh, they're so at the point of like, if there's something we can do, please help us get back on track. Uh, that that they're willing to accept, you know, whatever we, we teach them and it produces results. And so, and we give them the confidence that if it doesn't produce the results after you do everything. Uh, and by the way, I forgot to add something. One of the things that we do, uh, you were talking about the daily basis is uh, uh, the couples are required to maintain daily accountability with us. So remember I talked about those daily habits. So we, we put them on a, on a Google Docs and give them check boxes. So every day, they have to check off every box for a period of 63 days in a row. And 63 comes from, you know, like we commonly hear that if you develop a habit for 21 days, it becomes yours. 
Well, what research has shown even beyond that is, yeah, you will see changes after 21 days, but when you do it for 63 days in a row, it actually becomes a part of yourself that you will find it very difficult to break. And so our guarantee, our money back guarantee actually hinges on the fact uh, that the couple does everything for those 63 days in a row and then applies everything else that we teach them diligently. Uh, and so, so by the time people do that, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest and say not everybody gets all 63 days in, but they do it enough to produce tangible results. That's awesome. That is wonderful. I actually did not know that. I knew about the 21 days and all that. I did not know. That's good to know that the 63-day point is the uh, real turning point, really plants you, plants it in you. Um, so if, uh, is there advice just for our listeners? And I, you know, I'm sure many of them have their own issues that they're going through in any relationship because that's, that's the world of relationships. And, um, is there advice you can give to somebody that's just general, like, you know, like, and I know we both are all about gratitude and, you know, I teach my parents, you know, to teach your children, not only you be grateful, but you teach your children, be grateful, create a gratitude journal. Are there, is there like keys to relationship that you just want to say, this is, you know, the important things you need to bring back to the forefront, you know, if you haven't already. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one, one of the things that uh, all couples want to do, including us, yeah, and even today we run into this, where there are times we just rub each other the wrong way. You know, we say something or we forget to do something. We ignore each other. You know, uh, like I'm, I'm unfortunately very bad for focusing on my phone. I try to, uh, you know, look at my phone and talk to my wife at the same time. Uh, that doesn't go very well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tell parents that all the time. Do not sit there and talk to your child while you're talking on the phone. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Uh, so it could be something as simple as that, or it could be, you know, like somebody went and blew some money on something without checking with their partner. Uh, you know, whatever the case may be, something fairly major. Uh, so, what the, the, and, and again, we work with the spirit, soul, body paradigm. And so one of the main things we find is that at the spirit, in the spirit realm, what most people need to do, and this is what you need to start with, you have to start by forgiving. And forgiving before you tell them that you forgive them. Uh, forgiveness is something that you do on your own. It's a choice that you make. And so once, let's, let's say that, you know, Sloja has done something, you know, to tick me off. Uh, if I just bring it up in the heat of the moment, uh, then I'm, I can guarantee it's going to end really badly. But instead, if I would just take a timeout, a very good thing to do, by the way, you know, take a timeout, just like in a sports arena. Uh, it, so, so don't make it a long one. Keep it short. Uh, but when you say, hey, I need a couple hours away to kind of ponder this before you get back, then keep your word, come back in a couple hours, don't wait two days. So take a time out. <laughs> and then in that time out period, just, you know, say, you know what, I know that was bad, but, but, but this is my wife, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be spending the rest of my life with her. And we cannot let one little squabble, you know, kind of, you know, build a wall around us, between us rather. And so I choose to forgive her. And, and I, you know, and whatever I did wrong, I asked God to forgive me. So, so we start with the spirit realm. So we call that the repentance. So you begin with repentance. The second thing you do is reconciliation. And reconciliation really takes uh, into full consideration, uh, you know, the, the soul realm, particularly feelings. 
Because if you don't deal with the feelings and try quickly to rush to a solution, uh, then feelings will come back and sabotage you. So now I have to acknowledge. Uh, so, so couples, you know, if you're having an issue with your partner, uh, make sure that you acknowledge the feelings. Like try and e empathize with what they must feel because of what you did, and say, you know what? Like I'm don't just say I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Just like you know what? I'm sorry that what I did, you know, probably made you feel this way. Did I get that right? Is there anything else that I made you feel? And so have a conversation at that deeper level. You know, before you move to the huggy kissy makeup, you know, uh, stage. Right. So, See the world through their eyes. Yeah. You know, it's same thing with parents and children. I want them to see the world through their children's eyes. In a relationship, any relationship, see the world through that other person's, person's eyes. Yeah. You know, don't just, well, it's all about me. You yeah. know, it's not all about you. It's yeah. about the two of you. Yeah. So I, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. So repentance, reconciliation, and then move to resolution. Now you can say, I know, you know what, like, I know this has been happening a lot. Like you've been looking at your phone a lot when you've been talking to me for the last little while. How are we going to take care of it? Can we set some ground rules about, you know, where the phone is going to be when, when we talk, you know, or in the case of making a purchase, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's now set a rule uh, that before, you know, each of us spends more than like 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 500, whatever the amount may be for you, uh, then we need to have a talk. So, so you, you, you provide a solution as well. And, and if you do all of that, and now, you know, you're asking your partner to forgive you, uh, they cannot say no, because, you know, like you, you've taken care of this in the spirit realm, you know, you're, you've acknowledged their feelings and you made a promise that you will not do it again. And you actually have a game plan of how you will make sure that doesn't happen again. Boom, you know, um, yeah. So take into account all those, all those realms, um, you know, rather than just don't rush into a quick apology uh, because quick apologies may work immediately because somebody will say, okay, I forgive you just to, you know, kind of ease the tension, but they will not really take care of all the hurts that were caused. And then people wind up going to sleep angry and, and it just festers, you know, it yeah. just say, you know, I think I told you when I went through my divorce, I was telling, when I went through marriage counseling, I was telling my husband about things that happened 15 years ago. Was I expecting him to react to something that happened 15 years ago? That was not fair to him, yeah. you know, and I recognize that. And, but it had been, you know, kind of steaming up in me for 15 years. Yeah. That's a long time. Don't wait that yeah. long, people. Don't, <laughs> do that, not that, wait 15 yeah. years to address something. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, that's, that's biblical wisdom because it's the Bible that says, do not let the sun go down on your anger. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so, uh, yeah. So you know what? Like something simple like that. Make a quick resolution. Make a quick pact with each other. That if at all possible. Now there are times that doesn't work, and sometimes we've had to say, you know what? I'm just don't have the energy to deal with it today, but we will deal with it tomorrow after dinner, whatever the case may be. Again, give a definite time, but if at all possible, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Yes. Great wisdom. And, and recognize you, you know, you touched upon if you need a timeout. I think couples need to recognize that they're not just couples, they're individuals. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just need to be alone. We just need to like be alone, yeah. you know, or go do something that we just want to do. Yeah. And I think as that other side of the couple, you should respect that because you may want to go do something. 
you know, yeah. and, and if you have that respect for each other that, you know, sometimes you just need a break. Yeah. We all just need a break sometimes. Yeah. So I think taking a time out, super important and not getting offended if the other one wants to take a time out. Exactly. Give them, because give them freedom to do yeah, it. Yeah. There's absolutely yeah. times when everybody needs a time out. Yeah. Um, so this has just been fascinating. And I know you probably have a bunch of people who are listening, their minds spinning and like, oh, I wish this could be true for me. So how do people reach out to you? How do you know somebody has a situation and they're like, I know Jiva can help me. How can you help them? How, where do they go to contact you? Uh, so we have a website uh, set up uh, exclusively for our marriage mentorship. And it's just our, our last name is Sam. So it's thesams.ca. We work in Canada. And so thesams.ca uh, website, you know, there you know, we have a contact form. Uh, and if you are in that place where uh, like you really need some some help, you know, to make sure you can save your marriage. Uh, then we have an application form there that you can fill out, uh, in, kind of like an intake form, and we will arrange a, a free consultation with you. At that point, we will assess where you're at and see if we can help you, and you can decide if you want us to help you. And then, you know, then we work on an arrangement. Okay, so so that's the best way. But if you're on social media, uh, then again, like both of us are on, on Facebook, we tend to. You know, check our messages on Facebook. So send us a, a personal message. We also do a, a live session every Wednesday from 7 to 7.45 Eastern time on Facebook, a Facebook live called Ask the Sands Anything About Marriage. Okay. So just, just like the title says. And so we usually do a little bit of teaching, like this kind of stuff that even I shared here today. Uh, you know, we've, we've covered these kind of topics uh, on that live session. Uh, but, you know, people can send us questions. And, 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 if they, and that's what I always tell people, you know, the thing about doing a live show on marriage is you, only, you will not ask all of your questions, you know, because you'll get absolutely no privacy on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so you can watch us, uh, but if you don't participate, we understand, but send us a message, you know, afterwards or beforehand and say, hey, guys, can you address this question? You know, we're running into this issue and we'll be glad to, you know, do as much as we can on the live. Uh, but, you know, if you want to uh, just have a session with us to get some pointers, you know, we're glad to make that available to you as well. I love it. And um, that live you said was on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Did you yeah. say 7? 7 Eastern. And we just go for 45 minutes, 7 to 7, 45 Eastern. Okay. And that's in the evening. Yeah. And it is on your in the, your private page or group page. Where do they yeah. find that? It's on, my, on, our, on our personal page. So, on your personal page. Yeah, okay. So my Facebook name is actually Jeeva, uh, with the J J E E V A Edward Sam. So my middle name is in there, and so so you can just go on there, and we also stream it on YouTube, uh, and our my YouTube channel is again my name Jeeva Sam, and so either way you can you can get it. Okay, and I'll put that in the comments. Okay, and um, any last thoughts before we end our interview together? Okay. <laughs> Well, I, I just want to say, because uh, I know there's a lot of couples that are listening to this uh, podcast. Uh, most of you are not at the point of breaking down. Um, but one of the, one of the things that, that we fought in our marriage uh, against, not, not with each other, but we fought discouragement along the way many times. And many times you get these kind of thoughts, like, like did, did we make the wrong decision in getting married? 
um, you know, like, are we, are we going to make it? And, and you know what's even worse is, uh, Celia, you know this better than, than I do, the kids pick up on that. And, and so whenever things are not right between mom and dad, you can see that in the kids' attitudes. Absolutely. Behavior. Yeah. And so if that's happening to you, I just want you to know that there is hope for you, no matter where you're at. You know, if you're at that point of breaking down, you know, you can turn to people like us because we fully believe uh, that, you know, that you guys got together for a reason. And, and if there's some way that we can help you, you know, get back to that first love, you know, and build on a solid foundation, you know, we're, you know, we're there for you. And then you have, you know, people like Celia, you know, who are there to help you, you know, especially with that parenting stage, because we remember parenting was not always easy for us, especially with discipline and stuff. We, we had some interesting discussions in those days. And so, so, but help is available. Like don't suffer on your own, reach right. out, ask your friends, uh, ask your pastor, your rabbi, your priest, you know, whoever your faith leader is, and somebody will put you in touch with someone. Uh, just don't suffer in silence. I think that's wonderful advice. I love the word hope. Hope is one of my favorite words. And, um, and for people not to think they're alone because they're not alone. I mean, I guarantee you every married couple, married or not married together, however their relationship is, has felt that uneasiness, has questioned, is this the right fit for me? Mm -hmm. You know, everyone has. You know, it's like when you talk about bad parenting, every parent that has, is a parent with a child thinks, am I a bad parent at some point in time? Or thinks, what have I done? I can't believe I have these kids seven days a week, 24 hours a day, the rest of my life. Everybody thinks that at some time or another, you know, so you're definitely not alone. And please, please reach out. And there's not a better person out there to, to, uh, get your marriage back on track than Jiva and his wife. So, you know, reach out to them if that's what you need. Give yourself hope. Understand that you're not alone and there's lots of places that you can turn for help and um, and ask for it. Ask for it because I think you will be thrilled that you did. So, Jiva, I am so grateful that you are on with us today and I really appreciate all your wisdom. And I know that all the listeners also appreciated it. So thank you very much. And in the description, I will put all the information that Jiva spoke about, uh, how to reach out to him, how to listen to his live broadcast, and all the links so that you can reach out to him and find him and his wonderful wife. So I thank you guys for listening to another great episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I hope you found value. I hope you continue to listen to all the episodes that are on here. And if you have any questions at all, please reach out to me. Or if you have a topic that you would like discussed on the podcast, also please message me. You can email me at Celia at CeliaKibler.com. However you want to reach out to me, Facebook, any social media, Instagram, please feel free to reach out and let me know. And we'll be happy to discuss any topic you guys need. We're here for you. Thank you, Jiva. Thank you, listeners. And we'll see you here next time. Here's wishing you days filled with peace, love, and tons of laughter. It really is the best medicine. And we'll see you here next time on Pumped Up Parenting. Bye, everybody.
Thank you for listening to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Be sure to head over to PumpedUpParenting.com to grab your free copy of the Patient's Playbook. Wishing there was a manual for your toddler? Well, good news, now there is. You can pick up your copy of Raising Happy Toddlers, How to Build Great Parenting Skills and Stop Yelling at Your Kids, my newest release on Amazon today. Tune in next time for more tips, advice, and strategies as you continue to pump up your parenting and create childhoods that everyone can blossom from. Have yourself a really fun day. Bye-bye.